Wiz, we are back. Another episode of the T-Wiz podcast. How are you, sir? Feeling good, mate. Yourself? How's the week been, mate? My week has been really good. How's yours? You can see you being the barbers. I have. Shined up beautifully, that chrome dome. Looking oh, amazing, mate. I gave it a polish just for I, you. I knew you said it last night, but it wasn't the teeth. It was something else. You've got a bit of a sparkle going on tonight, I must I say. I better thank Dr. D today for the free <laughs> teeth. 65 grand of veneers. Jesus. Yeah, I'm a bit sore. Four hours of injections. Um... Three hours of no, no obtaining my gums, so I didn't feel fuck all, but there was great music. <laughs> there was great and music. I'm, I still can't feel my nose or, or my teeth, but um, <laughs> I've right. got temps in, but next week they're, they're in. There you go. So, well, yeah, so please, three cheers for Dr. D. Three cheers for Dr. D. The best well, or nothing. Well, welcome to episode 12 of the T-Wiz podcast. My name is Tony Marks, and at my side, as always, is the person your mother is thinking of while she's banging your dad. Yes, Tony, I love her like a brother, but I am from Tasmania. You certainly are. Hey, oh, Tony, what's being hairy? Hangs out your jocks. Oh, fuck, here we go. Your grandmother online. <laughs> boom. Caps goes boom. Over to you, Tony. Thank and you please, very much. Tony, are you wearing a mask? Oh, oh, sorry, tell mate. me to take it off. Thanks, mate. Okay. Start to get the the high flyer in the the highest flyer in the AFL history, the Wizard Warwick Kappa. Now there's your moment to talk. How are you guys? <laughs> good, mate. <laughs> Feeling good. <laughs> How's our last episode, Sam Newman and Angry Dad? Fuck, that was unreal, wasn't it? Sam Newman. Sam Dad, that must plus his surgery. When he cries, the tears run down oh, his back. There they go. You're fucking adding another one to my no, highlight reel. How about the ratings? The ratings. Number two in Australia. Number two. Yep. That's good. Number Shut two. Up, you pricks. Yeah. Anyway, it's going well. Yeah, Sam was here and we had Angry Dad, who's got me and followers. So that got our ratings up and it did. two of the best guests of all time. Did a, uh, gave us a little bump. So what was... A uh, little what, bump. Speaking what, of bumps. What was happening in I the... I might see you shortly. Okay, keep, going, keep talking, mate. So I was just talking out of school. Keep going, Tony. <laughs> I didn't say that. Am I going to have to edit this better? Leave it in. Leave it in. So, um, mate, what, uh, what happened with you during the course of the week? Um, about the teeth? Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. That was a little cue. Or? Yeah, that's Yeah, okay. Well, I went there today, yes. Um, I got booked in three weeks ago for not great that. Um, What'd you need to upgrade, mate? You had a fucking beautiful smile. I had smile. those five grand ones, but they kept fucking chipping because I, I, I need to wear a mouth guard to bed. <laughs> and um, so I've upgraded the poison of the years straight to Dr. D, the Chinese master. He does all the, all the people with married at first sight. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I did a, do a commercial this morning. That was great. So, so I had to reenact the cheap, and, the cheap and easy ad, which I made quarter of mill have. The cheap and easy. Rooms are great rates. Any messages? I can't believe you have to yeah. wear a mouth guard so to had, bed. Yeah, so I had to, yeah, I do, yeah. I got a hard bite. That's what Lisa said too. So actually, yeah, I did a commercial for him. It's great. Great dentist. And he's actually in the show in three weeks. And he, if anyone wants to get their, their, their teeth done, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, that's all, folks. If anyone wants to get their teeth done, just tell them Warwick sent you and you get a great discount. Okay. Tony, you pay double because you've got plenty. Uh, Oh, fucking, I got he's in Blackburn, so he's fantastic. It, no. yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I'm back in two weeks. So I'm glad I, I did it because I had bloody seven holes. Did you? I've got to keep off the pre-workout drinks. <laughs> is that I what it is? Very, <laughs> very acidic. So I've got to drink water after that. Oh, when we get uh, when we get our mate Brendan Allen on, he can hook you up with some of that alcohol water. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, there you go. Of course, I'm great. So, yeah, so I've been better, right, mate? I'm getting better. Kidney sounds getting better. The missus is giving up cigarettes, so I'm starting to feel good. Yeah, right. <laughs> the cat's sleeping downstairs. He's not waking me up. So I said, but it hasn't been a bad week. Mate, there's a so I'm in the house, so. Simon's yeah. in the house. Hey, um, Nicky D's been sacked. Nicky D, Nick, so we fucked him off. Nicky D, the now worst. Simon, a lot better looking and a lot better guitar player. He certainly is. The worst ever production assistant in the history of broadcasting yes. has been at home with COVID for the last 10 yeah. days. I know, he's done fuck all too. So I don't miss him at all. I know. I mean, literally all he did was drive me here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He drove me fucking crazy too. Six weeks. <laughs> goes, boom. So, you know, we're pretty loyal when, when, you, when, when you're down and out. Warwick and I, we're not going to yeah, stick it to you. Yeah, we stick it right <laughs> up yeah. Uh Well, uh, speaking of Nikki D, we have got the incredible world-class Simon Hosford filling in as our production assistant today. How good is that? 
At a halftime, we're going to play a Van Halen hit from, my, from him. Yeah. He does it better than Van Halen, so I'm going to be pole vault to the toilet at halftime of this radio show. <laughs> I so don't crank know. that fucking, fucking speaker up. Flat stick! I don't know whether we'll be playing the Van Halen today, but, uh, but Simon, mate, thanks so much. We can always play the clip. Oh, you're more than welcome. More than welcome. There you go, mate. How's uh, your week been, mate? Uh, my week's been all right. All right. And uh, Actually... You guys said I didn't have anything to do. I was just going to be filling in. There's nothing to do, but we've got a phone call already. We've got already? a phone, we've got a phone call already. Patch, patch it through. Is that Clyman Okay, again? one sec. Let's see. Uh, who is, you, haven't, you haven't screened the call, so you're doing as well as Nikki D. Let is that me, the Prime Minister? Let me uh, have, a, have a look here. This is the T-Wiz podcast. Who have we got on the phone? Yeah, g'day, mate. It's uh, Brucey D, mate. Nikki D's dad. How are you, fellas? Oh, g'day, Bruce. Oh, how are you, mate? Bruce, you're a prick. Hey, you hanging? Uh, I mean... Oh, I've been all right, mate, but if we can just get fucking Nicky out of the house, he's driving us fucking up the wall, mate. He's just, I don't know about the COVID. I don't know. I think that's a load of bullshit. I think he's uh, he's got these massive blisters all over his hands. I know. Uh, he's been watching my porno. He's been masturbating, hasn't he? I knew I well, shouldn't send that copy. He's been, he's been doing reruns of that porno for six weeks. He's been walking around. Kappa inside Warwick. <laughs> He's been walking around the house in his number 39 lace-up Sydney Swans Guernsey, but he's got yeah. the COVID kilos, mate. He can hardly get the laces up. I know. He's that uh, fatty makes me hungry. COVID Nicky kilos. <laughs> he's got the COVID kilos up. He's that fatty yeah. makes you hungry. He's always first to buffer your son. Yeah, so, old, so old Nicky's still a chronic masturbator, Bruce. He's, uh, he's he's had the copy of Porky's Revenge on in the back room, and we can't we can't get him out of his room. He's got blisters all over his finger, and he spilt something over the bathroom floor. It looks like a tub of clag. I don't know what it is. There you are. Start giving me a soft up. Even that's not happy with you, Brucey. Did uh, job, did, did your your missus end up finding the oven mitt, mate? Uh, she can't find the oven mitts now. Uh, we've just gone for the for the uh, the rubber gloves. Uh, she's uh, she's got to like. We can't fight. He's 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 he's, he's turned himself into bloody Favola. He looks like a freaking Carlton footballer. Oh, he, must be, he must be a fat cunt then. If he turns like Brendan Favola, he must. Is he a choker like him? Choker ninety nine goals. I didn't fucking choke. I kicked one out of three just to ram it right home and straight through the guts, mate. We, we thought to try Thank and you, stop Nat. his to try and stop his problem with the uh, chronic masturbation. We thought we'd give him some Brendan Favola highlights tape, but only lasted fifteen. Only lasted 15 minutes, mate. Correct, mate. My highlights lasted six and a half weeks. Fez last 15 seconds. He doesn't. He doesn't Thank have. He doesn't have a great highlight reel, does he? The Fev. Nah, he kicks a bit longer, but I kick a lot straight, and I, I can take hangers. He can't take hangers. But you're right, Brucey. Uh, Fev is looking like the guy that ate yes. the original Fev. Yes. Yeah. Fev is that fat. He makes me hungry. <laughs> Fucking hell. But actually, Fev, Fev almost lost 28 kilos of fat. Now he can't get one. But I got. I actually gained it. <laughs> Well, thanks for being, mate. You've been fantastic. Stay in character, Bruce. Stay in character. You're a lot better than your son, anyway. If we could just get Nicky out of the house, he's got to come back to the podcast. Can we get him out of the house? Yeah, he's look, on. maybe next hey, week Nicky, he gets better. Shut the fuck up. Hey, it's your daddy. Go away. No. Stay All out right, of the house. All right, Brucey, get him back. Thanks very All much right, for coming yeah, on yeah, the show, mate. Come, Bruce. Fuck up, Nicky. It's the best, mate. We'll get some big stars on. Uh, we're back, Wiz. Uh, we've got a massive show on tonight, Warwick. Massive, as big as your stump. Really massive. <laughs> uh, mate, uh, we've uh, actually, before we move on with the next segment, uh, Simon, being Nicky D doesn't normally get a chance to talk on air, but being that you're much better at what you do than he is. Much better. And um, much better looking too. Definitely much better looking. And bigger penis. <laughs> so I've, to I've been told. I didn't know that, but Lisa told me. 
Oh, my God. Over to you, mate. Oh, fuck. Sorry, Lisa. Uh, the Fair Warning show has been – had its date changed. It has indeed. It, uh, it is now January the 25th, which is a Tuesday, and happens to be the eve of both Australia Day and Eddie Van Halen's that's birthday. A better, that's a better date. Way better date. Shit hot. It worked out perfect. Me and yeah. Pino and Tony won VIP seats. So it's a, it's a birthday celebration now, and you will All be right. in the VIP whiz. Right. I get the limo in. Yeah. Me and well, Dave are going to get really fucked up at halftime. It's going to be shit on. Well, I reckon if we can get a cake sponsor, we should get uh, we should try and get Warwick to jump out of a cake in yeah. his tight little gold shorts. In made made shorts. Wouldn't that be good? Fucking scare all the fucking chillers, but I'll so give it a go. If we know anyone out there who makes, you know, rather large cakes, cakes that yeah. uh, we could put Warwick in and sit him, on the, sit him on the side of the stage at the corner hotel. That's going to be the best gig in six months. It's going to be shit up. It will be unbelievable. So that is... I can't wait for the lead break. That's Tuesday, Tuesday, the 25th January. of January. It's Australia Day Eve, so yeah, everybody... Get, you, yeah, get your tickets. Um, what, what website for the tickets, mate? Corner, corner hotel. hotel. Corner Hotel. Corner, just, yeah, just... Uh, Email Corner Hotel. Yep, just jump on the Corner Hotel website. Look for fair warning on Tuesday the 25th of Jan. Everybody's got the day off the next day, so the whole T-Wiz family will be there. We'll be the, there, uh, tens of thousands, and get, get the drink cards lined up for me and Tony and Simon because we pay fuck all. The David Lee Roth we of the Sydney Swans will be there in person. I'm gonna be, I'll be hanging around Simon that night. And uh, Warwick might even be wearing his uh, gold shorts. That would be fantastic. David will be there in his um, men's blue T-shirt with his tattoo hanging out. Straight from the concreting slab, straight in. You're really selling it, mate. And there'd be no scotches left. Because <laughs> he can fucking drink like a fist, that freak. So, uh, speaking of birthdays. Is it Happy Birthday Country coming it up? It is our favourite segment. Happy birthday, dear. Country. Happy birthday to you. Right, happy birthday, Country. Okay. Now, the first one... Who we got, Warwick? ...is Jamie Chandler. Jamie Chandler. Jamie Chandler's a good mate of mine. How old is he? Jamie Chandler is, let's just say, he's younger than me. Okay, Jamie Chandler. We do love you, old boy, but you spend more time looking in the mirror than Warwick Capper. So, (laughs) are ready, Tony? (laughs) Happy Happy birthday, Cunty! Get out of that fucking mirror, mate. You're no fucking Warwick Capper. You're breaking the mirror, mate. You're breaking the mirror, mate. That's it, Jamie. Let me just grab a breath. What have we got next there, Warwick? Who have we got next? Next up, we have Sir Ian Reuter. Ritter. Ritter. Sir Ian Ritter. Photographer to the stars, is he? He's a photographer for the stars. Who's he work for? Zoo Works. Magazine. I used Simon, to work for Zoo. Nat, has he done work for ah. you, Aaron? Yep, yep. I used okay. to work for Zoo. I was a sex writer for Zoo for two years. <laughs> and I had a segment called Ask Warwick. And I asked myself that every fucking Friday. Okay, okay. you are grown beautifully into a creepy old bastard, but we love you. We love you, Tojan, and we love you too, Ian. So happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, birthday Cunty. Yeah. Hey. Have we got anyone else on there, Warwick? Who we got? Yep. Yeah. <gasps> Oh, it's a special one. She should be paying me for this. Okay, up next we have a special shout-out for Lisa's girlfriend of mine, the beautiful Tula. Tula? She's Greek, but don't hold it against her. She likes Greek style. And it's her birthday today, and she's finally made it to the show. So we love your birthday, cunty. So, so ready? Happy birthday, cunty! We'll see you for Soblaki in about the next three hours because we're <laughs> fucking starving. I'm sure we've got one more on there, Warwick. Another Who else one? we got? Who else oh, we got? Let me clear my throat. Okay, <laughs> last but not least, she's a studio with us tonight. And she had a birthday this week. A goddess on the guitar, a friend of the show, a very good sort, just like myself, <laughs> the incredible Nat Ellison. Nat Ellison. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday Cunty! Yeah, there you go, Nat. Happy birthday, Cunty. Happy birthday to you. Welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you. I yes. thought I'd uh, drop in. 
Oh, the oh, same. It was my birthday the other week, and um, it's great to be a part of the special club. Second, oh, yeah, second yeah. Show. You've been invited yeah. back, love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you've uh, you, you've now become a real part of the Tiwiz alumni. And Natalie, I love you like a sister, but I'm from Tasmania. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. And there it is, another one for the collection. Hey, I like Tasmania. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, we all do. I've done a hundred shows out there. <laughs> never been asked back. Been chopper read. Hundred shows. I've done hundred shows there. Fucking hell! They've got the love ice ice barbecues over there. Fuck me. Nothing else to do over there. God, <laughs> fucking hell! Tasmanians, they're the best. Wow. Okay, Good we're really say. fucking. We're really one doing one for the census tonight, aren't we? We love the Tasmanians. We do. We certainly do. Beautiful fish over there. Oh, so while you're here, Nat, uh, talk about how your wonderful single "We Are the Heroes" is going. How How's is that going? tracking? How's it rating, mate? Any well, good? well, I've sold a one hundred thousand copies so far. Unbelievable. Of the vinyl record. That's, it's better just, my, it's, that's better than my twenty. Yeah, I thought it'd. Um, Try and beat you this time. No, you stuck it right up me yeah. with no lube. Hundred thousand. I've sold fuck all to you. No, p- probably more like ten. I'm going back to the drawing board. No, just say hundred. It sounds better. So get out and buy it. How do they get that song, Nat? Well, you can either stream it on Spotify, Apple Music. You can download it via iTunes, and you can also buy a seven-inch vinyl. Yep. There's um the the singles on that on the A side and the B side features a little song that I wrote with uh. Your your pal Susie Quattro. Quattro. She was hot. <laughs> she was happy days. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Leather, Leather Tuscadero. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Know. She's a bit yeah. aged a bit. So, so but, like me, she's a bit aged a bit. But we really want to drive people to we all have. to buy, so buying like, the single. So Matt. Badly. We want we want to get people to actually buy the single and not just stream it. So yeah. you know, when you jump on iTunes, you can you can make a purchase and download it. Yeah, you can purchase. Um, the, yeah, the single on iTunes. Um, and then to, to buy the vinyl record, you just go to my website, natallison.com, and uh, you just click on the uh, merch page and you can you can find it via there. Are you uh, basically post it out to you. Are you hand-packing them and posting them yourself? I am. Oh, there you yeah. go. And I'm very, very careful with it. I've yeah. found this, you know, really fantastic way to package it so, it, you know, none of the corners are going to be all broken and the vinyl comes out nice, so... Oh, I take go. very good care. Oh, that's very good. good. That's, hey, what, that's what I do in my song is I cry, I cry back mine. Yeah. I cry back my singles because they're big in the 80s. And you, and you can't smell a thing. It's fantastic. <laughs> a I might cry back single. myself cry back, yeah. Yeah. I, crack, yeah. I cry back my penthouse cover. I was in there three times, so I was a scratch and smell edition, so I cry. I oh, cry backed it. That's a good idea. Joan didn't laugh either. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Nat, any updates with Susie Quattro d- doing some tours? You know, what do you got going on there? Yeah, well, because we're, you know, we're now a vaccinated nation as well. It looks like her tours will be going ahead next year, which will be around November. We're going to do start with Rock the Boat and then they're going to mark out a few um, solo concerts. In Australia? In Australia, yeah. Oh, can, I get a, can I get a free ticket? I'll get you a comp <laughs> ticket for a Melbourne show. All right. Me and Alicia and David come, Pino. Sounds good. Come, he'll try and come along. He'll tag me. Try and get famous. <laughs> and he'll come along. I'll get you into the VIP pit. All right. Cool. That sounds like fun. <laughs> hey, uh, what shows do you have coming up, Nat? Um, I've got a couple of solo acoustic cover shows coming up. I've got one at the Preston Hotel this Sunday, the 14th of November. Yep. And then the following Sunday is at the Union Hotel in Ascot Vale. And then a nice little original gig that I do at Jimmy Hornet's. I've got That's coming up on December 18th. And yep. You can buy tickets to that via the Jimmy Hornet How many tickets page? are available for that That'd show? be a nice Christmas show before Christmas. That'd be good, seven days before. Good. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah, um, that's how that's how I'll sell it. It's a good idea. Yeah, there I'm just go. trying to help you out. Christmas mate. show. I've sold millions of records. I'm just trying to help you out, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I know all the tricks. <laughs> you yeah. know, I've got more lines of it in each fishing boat. Yeah, Told you that. 
<laughs> Shut up, Tony. I'll do the funny stuff. <laughs> yep. That's why you get paid the big bucks. Yeah, that's, yep. why, that's why I get paid fuck all at the moment. He's just wants to coming on. Don't worry about that. Hey, you got another single in the pipeline, Nat? I do, yeah. So the B-side to the vinyl, I'm going to re- release that um, digitally as well. Yep. And, um, and, yeah, just slowly get some other stuff out there. Get some other stuff well. out there. Yeah. Well, Nat, it's it's been an absolute pleasure having you drop in. Just a random drop in while we're doing Happy yeah, Birthday well, Country. How can you how can you oh, beat that? Let's play exactly. a bit of a song just, later, eh? Just we'll by put, chance. We'll, we'll put a song on later. We are we are gonna we go, we're gonna give uh, the listeners a sample of the We Are the Heroes song. It's the least we um, do. You come a long way, mate. Thank you. <laughs> the least we do tonight, David. Couldn't we? You guys are the most supportive bunch ever. Thank you very much. We're all music icons here. We certainly are. Hey, hey, Nat, will you come back and see us to launch your next single or the next album, whatever you do next? Absolutely, I'd love to. Oh, that would be unbelievable. Well, Nat, it's been fantastic. To support the talents of Nat Allison, go to natallison.com to purchase the album or limited edition vinyl and stay up to date with her live performances and tour dates. You can follow her on Facebook and Instagram or go to thetwizpodcast.com or our social pages to follow any links we have to Nat Allison. Yes, fantastic. Do your thing and support great rising talent. We love you, Nat. And so will our listeners. We love you, T Wiz. We love you, T Wiz. We love Natural. Oh, yeah. We are the heroes. Hey, Wiz, how good was Nat Ellison, Very mate? Very good. Very good. We've got two things in common. We're both movie stars and both attractive. You certainly so do. I love her to death. <laughs> Very good. Uh, what a coincidence. She's just walking past the Kappa Cave while oh, we're doing that segment. That was unbelievable. Every prick knows where I live. Well, mate, for the first time ever on the show, we've got our <laughs> correspondent from Hollywood, California, Neil Daly. He's crossing live with our entertainment update from across the pond. How good is that going to be? Mate, this, mate, how are you, Neil? Good to have you on the show. Hello, Nearly. You <laughs> ripper, Neil. Hey, guys. How are you? It's good to, good to be with you guys, uh, gentlemen. And I use that term loosely, of course. But uh, it's a pleasure to be on here on my, my first inaugural daily report. That's great to have you here, mate. What do you got for us in the land of Los Angeles, Hollywood, California? Oh, man. Well, first of all, you know, we got breaking news tonight in Catalina Island. Uh, crews are battling a brush fire. Officials say the middle fire has burned about 15 acres and winds playing a factor, but authorities say no structures are in danger as of yet. As for the weather, Southern California is experiencing a bit of a heat wave with beaches in the upper 80s and the valleys reaching near triple digits this afternoon with bone dry conditions and high Santa Ana winds. Officials are issuing a fire weather warning through the weekend. And in traffic, we're looking at a signal alert on the 405 South at Mulholland as a couple of vehicles have collided in the carpool lane, causing a three to four car accident. No reports of injuries at this time, but traffic afternoon traffic is backed up all the way to the 118. Back to you. Well, we are really getting the news from Neil <laughs> Daly. Mate, what do you got in the world of entertainment for us, brother? <laughs> oh, oh, you want to talk about that stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah, got it. Got it. Um, well, it's been an interesting couple of weeks in terms of music. Live music is kind of, you know, it took we, we all, and you guys are a part of this as well, we took a back seat to live music for a year. So it's, it's seeing live music has been slim pickings, but now LA is opening up again. Obviously, they're enforcing vaccine mandates and things like that and making sure everybody is safe and testing accordingly. But it's been great to get out and see a couple live shows. As a matter of fact, two weeks ago, I saw Wolfgang Van Halen with Mammoth Mammoth WHV, WVH at uh, the Whiskey, the legendary Whiskey on Sunset Boulevard. And, oh, man, I got to tell you a story about that one. So 
so I saw, I saw, I go to the show and next door, for those of you who aren't familiar with uh, the Sunset Strip in Hollywood, there's a couple of signature landmark bars all next to each other on the same side of the strip. So we've got the Rainbow and the Roxy and the Whiskey all within walking distance of each other. So well, as, as usual, when I go see a show on the Sunset Strip, I pre-party at the Rainbow Bar and Grill, the famous Rainbow Bar and Grill, which you guys, I'll make sure that you guys see pictures and photos of it. You can't miss it. It's been in Guns N' Roses video. It was a popular Lemmy hangout from Motorhead. So we pre-party there for a little bit, and there's all kinds of people. Basically, the crowd of the show there at about 4 o'clock in the afternoon to 6 o'clock was all people wearing Wolfgang, Mammoth, stuff like that. They're all there pre-partying for the Mammoth show. And I'm a social guy. I'm walking around talking to people. And next thing you know, there's uh, a couple of really, really, what I assumed were really, really polite, nice people in town from Utah that were here to see the show, a uh, husband and wife. And so I start talking with them. And then, you know, they're buying me drinks and we're getting ready for the show. And then we walked over to the whiskey at the same time and hung out. And, and we discussed all things, Van Halen, Wolfgang, 80s rock music, Hollywood, all this stuff. And well, you know, I mean, so we watched the Wolfgang show. And before you know it, I'm sure you know where this is going. They're feeding me drinks all night and one thing leads to another. And I slowly begin to realize they're swingers and they're trying to entice me into a threesome. <laughs> so I spend the second portion of the Wolfgang show trying to kind of slip away. And everywhere I turn, I go to the bathroom, come out of the bathroom. There's this guy standing there. Hey, slaps his arm around me. Good to see you, man. Well, let's go. Let's go over here. Let's buy another drink, blah, 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 blah. So before I even know what happened, I'm in the back of their rental SUV with my ankles duct taped while these two are having their way God. with me. And it's about an hour after the show. And their car is in the back facing the stage door, the whiskey from the back. And I see Wolfgang come walking out the back. So I start banging on the window and I'm waving for help. And Wolf just smiles at me thinking, hey, it's a fan. You know, he's waving. Good to see you too. So he waves and then walks away. And, and yeah, so, you know, it was kind of, he didn't come to save me, which would have been a great footnote to the story. But, you know, once again, and this is, I don't know if you guys experienced this in, in Australia, but in the States here, it, I, you know, I'm just another poor, innocent victim of what's becoming an ongoing trend in the States, Mormon on Catholic crime. And it's just getting out of control here. So, well, Wolfgang was is great. That a, is that a hate crime over there, mate? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it falls into that category. But aside from the obvious... The show was really good. It was a fun night. <laughs> so well, that's good to hear. You know, ironic. Yeah, but ironically, so last night I go to see Hailstorm, Lizzie Hale and Hailstorm with Amy Lee and Evanescence. They did a double bill at the YouTube theater. And fantastic show, great music. You know, it was like one of those girls rock kind of nights. And, you know, the crowd was all sexy, all sexy girls in black leather and high mascara, big hair. It was a lot of fun. But I couldn't help but think the whole time during that show of all the nights that I would have been seduced into a threesome. That was the night to have it happen. <laughs> you know, and unfortunately, I walked around. No takers. Nothing. No, yeah, nothing. No, it's not happening that nothing. night, mate. No. Yeah, no, I got ghosted. <laughs> yeah. So I imagine the, the Wolfgang Van Halen show would have been a cracker. Yeah, yeah, that would have been. Yeah, no, but it was a great show. It's so good to be out there seeing live music. You know, I mean, I'm willing to end up in the back of a van with my legs duct taped together just so I could see live shows again. It was it was a good time. That's just a typical Friday night here in the Kappa Cave. Well, Neil Daly, <laughs> it is absolutely fantastic to have you on the show. We're going to develop this segment and have a really great monthly Neil Daly report where we're going to find out everything that's going on on the Sunset Strip. Thank you so much for being on the show, Neil Daly. Thank you guys. Oops, sorry.
Ah, uh, there you go, Wiz. Coming up later in the show, we have Shannon Knoll. But first, we have a rising star on the Melbourne music scene, Mr. Aaron Shembury in the Kappa Cave. Good on Welcome you, Aaron. Welcome to the show, Aaron. He's been here for hours. He loves it here in my garage. Look at the infamous uh, Kappa Cave. Yeah, how do you like it, There's mate? 6,000 photos of me and one of Lisa. It's enough of her because no one knows her. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Exactly. How's that? How's it been? Have you acclimated to the Kappa Cave yet, mate? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm getting used to it, actually. Getting feeling all right? You might see me next week. Yeah. You feeling warm, fuzzy? <laughs> yeah. That's good. I'd like to look Very after our guest. <laughs> uh, mate, thank you so much for coming in, Aaron. It's been, uh, it's, it's, it's been, uh, it's been a slice of heaven, Tony. Has it? Because you're not often stuck for words, so I'll just I'll chip in for you to help you out, mate. I appreciate that. I uh, well, let's, let's let's ask Aaron about his background. How well, I was going to say, started. Welcome to the show, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, you've been performing around town for some time now. How did you get your start as a songwriter and a performer? Because I heard he's pretty good, Tony. He goes all right, the boy. <laughs> he goes all right. <laughs> I mean, I started gigging at 15, so I was like, you know, as that. soon as I did my first gig, I knew straight away that I, I didn't really want to do anything it. else. Um, yep. You know, and 28 now, and. I still haven't done anything else, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I stuck years. true to my word. It's 13 years when I'm yeah. at the school, it's a good effort. Yeah. yeah. So, who's your most famous pe- person you played with? What's your? Uh, you think, Aaron? I love I love gigging with Ross Wilson, you know, because uh, I was lucky enough to be mentored by Ross Hannaford right. at a young age. Yep. And uh, it came full circle now doing the Eagle Rock 50th anniversary tour. Yeah. How, yeah. How, how did that come about? Playing with Ross. Yeah, with Ross Hannaford. Oh, with Hannah. Uh, I, there was some sort of jam going on down at Musicland a few years ago and uh, he just sort of took me under his wing, which I'm forever grateful for. Right. Because I'd learnt so much, um, you know, just by gigging with him. Yep. Um, he's done it for, you know, he probably nearly did it for 50 years and it's like, well, yep. how can you not listen to somebody like that? Yeah. You know? And so. uh, such an iconic voice too. Yeah, he, he had this real deep, baritone sounding voice he really did um you know those old daddy cool records it's he like, really did oh man, he's like he's singing like a bass <laughs> a bass yeah. guitar yeah he's got pretty you know, good he's, he's good, yeah. good harmonies isn't he yeah he had his band diana kiss that was playing the espy there for years a long time yeah yeah a long time yeah. yeah um i'd heard stories about that yeah great yeah. band yeah. I mean, just uh iconic just an, an iconic guy in the australian yeah m- music so, landscape a friend of his and yeah a uh, big loss he's, he's really yeah. he passed away a few years yep. ago yep but um you know i always i can always relate to the things that he said over the years when i'm when i'm gigging um as i said full circle now with playing with ross wilson did the connection th- to ross wilson come through yeah ross Hannaford? yeah um i'd met ross wilson a few years uh, quite a few years before hannah had passed and you know i think the yeah i think Wilson sort of saw that I was, you know, the little guy under the wing. Yep. So sort of kept being that a mentor, in his, is he? In his mind. Yeah. What's your favourite um, venue, Aaron, you think, in Melbourne? Oh. What's your, your favourites in Melbourne or Sydney? Oh, I've been lucky enough to play at the Palais and I... I S- Gouda? I love right. the Palais because, you know, yep. I've seen Bob Dylan Beautiful there. Venue. I've seen yeah. Fiddy, yeah. you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, so jo- it's kind of surreal. Joe Cocker, uh, yeah. you know, the Reverend Al Green... Black Stones Crows. played there yeah. in the yeah. 70s. It's incredible. You know? Yeah, incredible so, artists. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, who were the artists that inspired you as a kid? And beyond that, uh, you know, who were you drawn to as, as an aspiring songwriter? It keeps changing. Yeah. Like, as the years go past, it's like, it keeps changing. Um, at the moment, I love the songwriting of Jackson Brown. He's good, isn't he? Um, yeah. Bit of soul stuff. Like, you know, some of the... Um, 
those albums he put out in the in the seventies, you know, I, if you want to learn how to write a song, go and listen to that those albums. Yeah, because it just delivers a story so well. Um, but you know, guys, your bands like the Stones and everyone loves the Beatles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's your, who's your favorite band? You think now you got top three. I've got, I've got top fifty. It's hard to pick three. You got top fifty. Yeah. What are your top fifty? So we got one time. My songs number one. <laughs> of course. Uh, uh, which, song, just in case you haven't been shown, second, Aaron, there it is. There it is on the one. It's funny that second. that song was on the third of on my list. Warwick, how many copies does that sell? Seven hundred fifty thousand. Seven hundred fifty. That was an open opening weekend. And I bought seven hundred forty-one thousand myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I pumped that motherfucker up to gold. That's all right. I might be blonde, but I'm not silly. <laughs> Back to you, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about me. Let's talk about you. What do you uh, think of me, Aaron? What was uh, mate? Absolute <laughs> champion. Nah. Who do you like, really? You like I love, love the Stones. Yeah, I love the Stones. Yeah. The fact that they've been doing it for sixty years, and we mentioned before, it's like you know, you look at Jagger and he's seventy-eight. He doesn't yep. give a shit. He's just like, I'm going to do what I do best. And I think as musos, we all strive to do that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, that's so, good. Any um, any any local acts that uh, have really caught your eye over the last couple of years? Yeah. I heard she was good. Nat Ellison. That's why yeah. she's number two on my list. I, I dig the new song, Nat. I do. And just yes. for the record, number one yes. on your list is Warwick Capo, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. And my song's available on... Um, <laughs> you, what's it called? <laughs> Spotify now. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I've Sp- got it. It's, it's called Telephone, yeah. so I don't like that. Yeah. It's saved. I've only yeah. sold 40,000, so I need a few more, mate, to get some money. Yeah. <laughs> it's only 270 download, guys. It's called Telephone. I'll call you up and see what's up. I do the chorus, but I just tell people I do the whole fucking song. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I might do a cover of it. We'll put it, we'll put it, we'll put it on. Right? Right? Aaron, could you? Please, I will, mate. Please. Actually, next time play. you're on the show... I'll learn it. Mate, we'll set you up. Yeah. Nat, Nat you do it. a live performance at Would telephone. you mind playing drums? No worries, mate. I love drums. Aaron, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Be careful uh, what you're be, wishing for here. Uh, <laughs> I'll be playing drums here, mate. Don't worry about that. What was the question? It doesn't matter. I'm fucked up, I know. It really doesn't matter. I just wonder who your favourite band was. Oh, yeah, The Stones, definitely The okay, Stones. Okay, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, if you're really nice to me, mate, in the next six months, I believe, I'm yeah. friends with Ron Moss and his wife is an agent and she wants to do a job in that, what, long time I've had before? That was um, the know. Viper Room. Yes. Oh, the Viper Room. And she wants to invite a few Australian musos. So you, I'm Matt Australian and, I'm and Simon are fucking in. Yeah, let's do if it. It's really nice to me. Mate. And they're going to invite Mick Jagger and Seal. That's an interesting combination, isn't it? <laughs> that was good, that. Yeah. yeah. And we'll Dale Ryder wants to come. We'll of course he does. <laughs> so they want to do a fundraiser in the Viper Room in Dale, LA. Dale Coff's a whack on this show, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. So Dale <laughs> wants to come. He, he takes the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah, Dale wants yeah. to come. So we'll be there. Yeah, that, that comes up, I'll ask you. We'll so be there. Yeah. Aaron, you've got a single out now called It's Not Goodbye. Mm. Who wrote that? You what was that? the inspiration for that? Yeah, I wrote it. Um, it was kind of had, had to do with the whole pandemic thing because, um, you know, when you're a muso for, you know, for 12, 13 years, it's like, well, what else can I do? It's so it really a, kind of a, affected me in a way. You know, it's it been a total head fuck, isn't it? it? Hey? It's been a total head fuck. It has. Um, people, people, all the musos are out of work, all the comedians are out of work like me and you. Yeah. It's fucking fucked up. So you kind of you kind of try and work your head around it, and as a mu- as a songwriter, you, your only way to really express yourself, I think, is through writing songs. Absolutely. So that's kind of how you know what I'm talking about. So yeah, that's kind of how it uh, came about. Yeah, about the whole we'll play that pandemic later on the bullshit. Show, we're gonna we're gonna play an excerpt of uh, Aaron's single, yeah. and uh, we're gonna ask our listeners to go onto all of the necessary portals and and download that. And download it, help them out, and, and actually, uh, you know, get involved in the commerce of entertainment. 
like I was saying to you earlier, Aaron, I wanted to get you on the show as a bit of an introduction to our audience tonight. Yeah. We Hopefully, we're going to have you back multiple times oh, over the journey. <laughs> absolutely. I can like tell already. Like you, you, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? You, oh, don't, you don't want to leave the Kappa Cave. I mean, yeah. it's the effect that Warwick has on most people. <laughs> um, Some people say, I've got tickets to myself. Let's say the concert is sold out. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Shembury can be found on Facebook and Instagram. Please, yes, Aaron. It's been fantastic. Aaron Shembury Music, or head to the Tiwiz podcast pages, as usual, to find links to Aaron's great work. His single, It's Not Goodbye, can be purchased on iTunes or streamed on all the major platforms. Aaron Shembury, thanks for coming on the show. You've been we love fantastic. You, mate. And you're going to download Aaron's stuff for his gigs, too, and his music. All right. Thank you very much. Aaron. Well done, guys. Thanks for coming thanks, in, Aaron. Been great. For so long now, there's nothing left to lose. Hey, uh, Warwick, guess who we got coming on the show right now? It's time for our special guest. What about Shannon? <laughs> it isn't fair. I've got a dream and I want some more. Can't you see? Uh, I love you, Shannon. Hey, go, mate. Thanks well, for coming on, mate. Wiz, let's let's. Yeah, you are. Yeah, fucking ripper. Let's let's take a moment. Let's take a moment to welcome to the show the seventeen times platinum, three times gold selling artist, the only Australian male artist in history who's had ten consecutive top ten singles. Has he? He's uh, almost reached the lofty high oh, heights fine. of our own very very own Warwick Kappa. Oh, Welcome buddy. to the show, Shannon Noel. Let's give him a clap. Fantastic, mate. <laughs> Thanks for your time, mate. G'day, boys. How's you your week been? Thank you so much. How's your I haven't week? had an intro like that for a while. Thank ha- you. How's uh, the family yeah. of kids? I met them uh, a couple of years ago at one of your gigs. Are they going all right? Mrs. and kids all right? Everything yeah, good? mate, really good. Yeah, everyone, everyone's kicking along, mate. They're all, they're all really well, thank goodness. All right. good. Remember that, remember that gig I did with you in Adelaide and we... We got a bit yep. of pu- we punched all the guys outside. We, we punched them up and go to bed. That was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, I don't remember you being there, mate. But oh, uh, yeah. I remember that one quite well. Adelaide, the city of churches, <laughs> the, the Adelaide, the city of churches of marijuana. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, absolutely. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shannon, mate. Absolutely. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Shannon. You've had extraordinary success over the years with a string of hit songs and awards, and throughout the journey to date, do you feel you've truly discovered your identity as an artist and if so when when did that moment occur for you if it's happened mate you know honestly that's that's one of the best questions i've heard in a long time you know i i still i went from being a cover band singer uh initially and then obviously um recording songs uh, for my own album you know what i mean which is a, a drastic a drastic jump but i really feel that um the music that i that i love to perform that i love to sing to um, I haven't quite done yet, you know. So I think uh, I'm really that's what uh, it's exciting about the future for that because I'm really, um, yeah, throwing it all against the wall this time <laughs> in the, the next album. Then I'm going to actually play the music that I've always really enjoyed listening to the most and performing the most. Do you like a bit of uh, country western with a bit of bit of hip hop and a bit of grunge? What's your sort of style? Do you like heavy metal? Or a bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, do you like a bit, do like, do like a bit of Keith Urban? Like the man, mate. It's gonna rain with some scattered chips. Yeah, you, now, do, um, do you like Keith Urban? I've always uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like Keith Urban, yeah. mate. He's great. He's an amazing talent. He's a good bloke, yeah. Uh, um, no doubt, you know. And Keith can lend himself to any any style. He can sing rock and roll. He can, uh, yeah. as yep. good as anyone, I think, you know. But 
it's just, you know, it's all this, the, the type of production that you use, but I'm, I'm just a big fan of the 80s rock stuff, you know what I mean? Like um, yep. White Snake and bands like that, you know. I'm probably showing me age here now, but I love White Snake. that style of music, um, you know, with that style of music, with, the, with, with everybody, you know, um, adding so much to each part of music with drum solos and lead guitar breaks and synth solos, and I love all that stuff because it's just utilising the ability and the brilliance of everybody in the band. It's not just hanging on the one singer or, you yeah. know what I mean? So, David Coverdale, White Snake, David Coverdale is great, wasn't he? White Snake. Yeah, absolutely. I went and saw, I went and saw them yeah, yeah, yeah. So, very, good, very good live band. So, Shannon, do, so amazing, mate. Yeah. Do, do you think that um, the fact that you haven't probably fully discovered your own sound completely at this stage or your own artistry in its entirety is because you've been a part of these record deals that have had, you know, a lot of people that have been trying to sort of fit you into a particular box sometimes i try and manufacture yeah especially after the, the voice oh mate, no like no no doubt the, the the plan of the industry is to push you in the direction that makes the most money you know what i mean which at the time was pop sort of thing you know um i think i've, I've mastered my vocal ability i've got no doubt about that yep. i know how i where i'm placed as a singer yep but where where it comes to adding that voice to the type of music that i want to play because the biggest thing with um that the rock stuff that i was talking about before was at a live in a live situation everybody just has their moment in the sun where they shine and and like the joy that that brings everybody as a collective in the band is a really massive thing and it creates so much energy on stage uh which the crowd absorbs which then hands it right back to you know absolutely that style of music and that style of performance is is what i love about that style of music so i think i've mastered how I can sing and utilize my my voice uh, the best to my ability, but I just really want to have try and play the music now that that you have all these accompaniments and all these you know mad uh, guitar licks and and drum solos and you know yeah. the whole kitchen sink I reckon you know because that's like Def Leppard and stuff like that you know them them guys produced some of the most amazing music over years to make albums you know now we make them in three months. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so you, you've you've mastered your instrument, and now you just need to apply it in the right environment. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Shannon, how, how does music, or even more specifically, songwriting, factor into your day to day life, like right now? Mate, at the moment, um, we just we just moved um, and bought a little property for the first time. Uh, we rented around Sydney for a long time. We moved up north and, and bought some acreage, so we're sort of um, just knuckling down and. And hammering out the just the what we're trying to get done here for the moment and focusing on that. And it's been a nice little break to be home for a while and and also um, focus on something else outside of music. You know, I've probably neglected it to a certain degree, but I think the biggest thing with me and my position in the music industry, I, I'm a I'm a I can sing. I'm, I'm a singer. I, uh, there's probably most of the people in the music industry are probably better musicians than I am. So something that I can just walk around the shed doing. Is probably classed as rehearsal, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I sing all day, listening to my iPhone and all that sort of stuff. So that's as good a rehearsal, I suppose, as, as anything. So yeah. I suppose I'm doing a bit of work, mate. And and it's, it's, good being on the, it's good being on the farm. It's uh, therapeutic. I, I had 300 acres in Queensland, so it's a nice time to relax. Oh, and, mate, absolutely. Put, absolutely. Put that's great fun, you know. It's great fun. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. mate. You can't beat it. And, and me being a bloke that grew up and born and bred in a farm, it's, it's great. It's, a, it's like coming home again, you know, so... How's it's your really brother, nice. How's your brother going? Remember I did a phone call yeah, for Yeah, no, him? they're both good, mate. Sorry? Remember I did a phone call for your brother? 
Was your birthday? Yeah, you the, did, mate. Thank you so I'll much. He's the, actually, we just moved up. He's like five. He's five going up the road. I'll give you so the big right. cameo uh, for his birthday. It was funny. I, I, did, I bagged mate. him. For, I appreciate it. He was it, a good. Yeah. He was a good seconds player. It was a great. It was a great. It was a yeah. Yeah, yeah, mate. Thank you so funny. much, mate. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Met the world because he was at the Swans with you, remember? Yeah, yeah, he's a good bloke, yeah. And uh, Dale Ryder's yeah, been here. Yeah. Dale Ryder said us hello. He's been here five times. Dale Ryder. Been crashed up. Has he, mate? He's yeah, an old mate of mine. Yeah, yeah, he's champion, he's bloke. He's a legend, mate. Well, cha- absolute champion, bloke, you know? Yeah. Absolute champion. I'm Godfather to his daughter. Yeah, so send him my best when you see him, can you? Yep, I'll send him yeah, Christmas. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Hey, uh, Shannon, what's, yeah, cool. what's what's your process for writing? Do you dedicate time to a focused session or do you collect little snippets of ideas as you go and just sort of manifest them and evolve them over time? Yeah, mate, I do a lot of that. It's, it's really funny because uh, what I've sort of come to learn over, over the time of touring and then and then writing and then touring, they're, they're different mindsets. One One's a mindset of you know, business and, and numbers for touring, you know what I mean, to make it viable, of course. Um, but when you're in a creative mindset, um, you could be sitting at a coffee uh, a coffee shop and someone says something behind you, and you go, "Wow, that's I can write a song about that. That's really cool." You know what I mean? So yeah. you're constantly aware of your uh, the, the, the relationships around you and the environment around you. So you sort of take notes all the time. So I just sort of I used to have a thing I wrote them down, but now you can just chuck them in your notes. Yep, yep, and because I've done yep. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, because I've done some writing trips overseas and like uh, with, with with top shelf writers, and they said, "What do you want to write about?" You know, and I've said, "Well, I've been here for eight weeks, uh, writing every day." So I'm sort of only brought over a handful of ideas, and I was spent the first three days. You know. Yeah, right. He said, "Let's go through my book." So he did. So he just went through this book without all these just song ideas or, or, or statements or his sayings or whatever it may be, observations. Just build something and we around just it. Found one that. Yeah, and we just found one that I had a sort of uh, connection to because it was sort of I'd experienced. So, I mean, I, I've got the experience on that one. Let's write on that one. And we wrote it in, you know, an hour and a half. It was amazing. Yeah, so, I think that's the way to go. It's not, it's not, throw it's, things it's not down, easy. So. Write, it's not easy writing hits, Shannon, is it? Because uh, I was watching the Abishai no. yesterday and they've written 50 hits and they said a lot of times they um, took a year to write one song and some took three months, but they one song like that Money song, they um, – the last two lines didn't come for a year. Then they got in the head. Then they finished that song a year later. So it just yeah. just depends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely, mate. Writing is such an amazing thing. Uh, from from people I've worked with, this everybody has so many different um, approaches. And Sorry, my little fella's running the muck over the no, back there. Where's the missus? Where's the missus? The kid, put her on, mate. What's we'll that? And uh, you just you just got out of the bath, mate. <laughs> Give him a jump on your shoulders and do a kiapa, Shannon. Give him a jump on your shoulders, do a kiapa, sideways. There he is. He looks like my son. Hey, buddy. He's a good-looking kid like mine. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Indiana wore a kappa. He's a ripper. There you yeah, go. Good on you, mate. How long was it when you visited? He's a ripper. He's like my son when he's best. Fantastic. Hey, yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, Shannon, which songs so far that you've written are you most proud of? Yeah, what's your favourite? Mate, I'm obviously very uh, proud of, of the, um, Now I Run. Yeah, obviously, that was a very uh, personal and, um, and close story in my heart, you know, so about my dad. Yep, yep. But I think the, the, most, the song I'm most proud of being a part of, um, and I wasn't a great, uh, massive a part of this one. I don't think I only wrote one line in it, to be honest. But this song just ch- is... The, the feedback I've got over my career over the tw- 18, 20 years, whatever it is, about how this song changed people's lives and saved them and 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 
pulled him out of a dark patch and it's just astounding and it's lit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like I, we, we, you'd understand that, you know, you got to lift in the third quarter when we're down, you know what I mean? Yep. The sediment yep. of the song. And it just spoke to people. Like I, I, I'm absolutely blown away and, and so humbled about, uh, if nothing else in my career, the amount of people that I've spoken to over the years that, that lift just saved their life uh, because it came to them right at a time where, where they thought they had nothing left or, or nowhere to go. But yep. it's, it's blowing me mind, to be honest, boys. It was, uh, God bless Adam Riley, the guy who wrote that song. Um, it, it's a, it, that song's been an absolute, um, um, you know, game changer in a lot, a, a very lot, a big lot of people's lives. So that's the one I'm most proud of. You recently recorded the first song you ever wrote, Alone. How did it take so long yeah. to finally get that one into the studio? I mean, it just it, it didn't sort of suit uh, a lot of the other albums because they were sort of all produced stuff and poppy stuff, um, you know, all the bells and whistles type thing, and, and an acoustic sort of stripped back song didn't just didn't suit any of them. So that was probably the reason. Uh, and I knew I knew it would have a would have a place. I just so I didn't push the point either. I just I just let it sort of fall. Um, into place when it was ready. So I was really stoked to get a chance to put it, uh, to, to get to record it, but because obviously, yeah, uh, very, um, very emotional song for me, you know, very personal. How was yep. your Australian Idol experience, mate? Was that, that, that would have helped you? Would have helped your profile? Yeah, oh, mate, that, it was crazy. That would have yeah. lost it you. Was, yeah, it's, it's oh, mate, without that, you know. Yeah, great platform. Yeah, I'm not one of, I'm not one of these guys that, um, that, uh, sorry, mate, I'm not one of these guys that, uh, I would say that, you know, oh, and deny ever goes through Idol. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, some people deny they're on Neighbours. Yeah, because yeah, mm -hmm. I was on Neighbours. So I loved it three, three times. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, but sure. I made Kylie Minogue famous. Sorry, mate. No problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's worth 400 million. I'm worth <laughs> fuck all. Who cares? I made her famous and I put number yeah. one, had number one song myself. You better say hello, Lisa. She likes you. So, yeah, where is she? You better say hello, Lisa. How are you, love? I'm starting to miss yeah, you. Hello, Lisa. <laughs> she's got, your, she's got your picture up in the toilet, <laughs> in the lounge room. Say so a bit of say hello. Hey, uh, Shannon, looking back on, on, you, on your rise through the Idol series, how has your relationship with yep. your audience changed over the years since then? Another great question, Tony. He's been doing his research. Thank you, Warwick. Last uh, two well, weeks. Mate, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think it's uh, it's evolved in, in. Oh, sorry, guys. I was supposed to be doing a uh, <coughs> a video message for a guy, and he's just rang me about five times in a row. That's okay, mate. I do, I do ten Sorry of those. I do, I do ten of those a day, mate. It's hard being famous. <laughs> I charge two seventy. Yeah, I charge no, two seventy. Like, I stick it right up there. Any point in the storm at the moment, mate. Fucking earth. We both, we both lost about quarter million dollars, didn't you? Fucking yeah. So, 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 it's been hard. So, how, how has your relationship with your audience changed over the years, Shan? Yeah, mate. It's 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 evolved over the last sort of um before since I've become a meme. <laughs> <laughs> I think um. It's been quite funny, a lot of the, the things that have happened over the years in my career, you know what I mean? They, they've sort of um, evolved in a way that I feel like there's a lot of young people come to the shows now, and I don't know whether that's because they, they're coming to laugh at me or they think I'm cool. Why don't I give a fuck as long as they buy a ticket? <laughs> that's what I said. That's what I say. So, um, but, yeah, but definitely it's, 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 I'm playing, uh, um, I'm sort of doing older uh, festivals as well, so... I'm really stoked at the moment with the, the reach that I've sort of gotten. It's always been a little bit the same. Like I've had a whole like a 90 year old lady and oops, 
outside voice in uh, in the crowd uh, in uh, in Victoria one night yep. in the front row, you know, and, <laughs> and it's sort of been like that uh, the whole way across. But the biggest thing is, mate, without the without the Australian uh, uh, public support, I wouldn't have had this opportunity. So. I'm uh, owing to them, and, and I couldn't be more thankful. And, as long as I kept turning up, Shannon, who cares? As long as I kept turning up, Well, mate, I'd love, I'd love him too. But, you know, absolutely love him too, mate. But I, I've done my best to try and probably turn a few away at times, but, so which is I'm regrettable, right. but you know what I mean? Oh, well, you we, don't, we, uh, we're not perfect, mate. Without breaking a few fucking eggs. Yeah, we're not perfect. <laughs> That's all right, mate. We'll have to just keep, keep, keep you off the pisser. Hey, mate, you've, uh, you've collaborated <laughs> with... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get a bit excited. You're only human. Uh, when's the next kick, mate? In January, hey, uh, mate. December? Hey, yeah, mate. When's uh, your next gig? December? Hey. We might come along to the next Melbourne gig. What do you got on? Anything? Yeah, mate, absolutely. Anything? Absolutely. Yeah, I haven't got one down there for till probably next year, mate. Everything yep. got moved again, you know. I was yep. supposed to do October Fest down there. Yep. It's in Kilda in November, but that obviously got the flick. Yeah. Hey, uh, Shannon, uh, you've co- collaborated with some pretty great people over the years. How does the experience working with our own, our very own Simon Hosford rate amongst those? Big success, big got- Simon. Look. Oh, Simon's a legend, mate. Top three, go, top three in Australia. Yeah, actually, I, now Simon, Simon wrote a song on my first album, actually, and and it's one. It's probably the most played song in my set list ever. Um, every acoustic show I play it. Um, we've brought it. We've sort of evolved the song a little bit for a couple of three-part harmony breakdown stuff. So you love it live, man. Uh, it's just a beautiful song, and uh, yeah, we we play it. Uh, prolifically, so thanks so much to you, Simon. Uh, you're, you're a legend, mate. And, and can play guitar like a one of the yeah, <laughs> he can play the guitar like a fucking motherfucker, can he? And doing those shows with you, absolutely, yeah, was a ball, brother. Uh, rocking the stage was awesome, yeah, yeah. I always love playing with Simon. I'd have, I'd have him on any gig, anytime, likewise, brother. He's playing, likewise. he's playing a Van Halen tribute in uh, January. We're going, so it's gonna be great at, at Melbourne, so yeah, it's great. Plays as good as Eddie, Eddie Yeah, Van cool, cool. Fantastic. Wiz is uh, promoting, yeah, promoting the uh, fair warning show. Absolutely. We both had number ones, man, Shannon, so we've got something in common. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> All good, mate. I'll just add a few more than you have, mate. Yeah, you've got a couple <laughs> more. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true, but I was sitting on heads in A grade, mate. You're in B grade, remember? Yay! Oh, there you go. Absolutely. Is that fair? Absolutely. Everyone's got their four day, haven't they? <laughs> Hey, uh, Shannon, who are the artists that have inspired you and, and who do you feel has probably had the most influence on your sound and style? Um, uh, Chris Cornell, I always loved his voice and, and Chester Bennington as well. Um, but I've always been doing the world. Um, Farnham, Farnham's vocal ability is, is out of this world. He's one of the greatest singers, yeah, I he's, think, he's of right my up there. time. Very smooth, isn't he? He's Adrian, not the greatest male, male vocalist. Yeah. He's, yeah, he, his voice is just out of... Because obviously, you know, study other people's voices and try and do what they can do, or, or if you can or you can't, you know. And, and there's range, there's range as uh, a gauge and and uh, and texture and all that sort of stuff and tone, you know what I mean? And yep. vibrato and, and, and uh, you know, all that control. But across the board, Farnham is probably the, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, male vocals yep. I've ever heard in my life. Yep, definitely agree. Um, yeah, yeah, I think without a doubt, even worldwide, I think, to be honest. Um, I've written with Richard Marks, and he's just an amazing singer himself, and he just went, I, when I heard Farnham sing, I was just, I, I wanted to stop singing. <laughs> no wonder, yeah, no wonder he's still going. So he's, like, he's, had, uh, he's had 65 tours at the end, and he's still, he's still going. <laughs> he's, he's done a few farewell yeah. tours. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame him. Absolutely. He's cleaning up. 
Yeah, no, for sure. He's, he's, no, no, so I think, so, but I, I love rock and rollers, man. I love, I, I love Jimmy for, for how he's, um, just how he's uh, lived his career, you know, like yeah. that's a rock and roller, man. Like, I love that too, you he's know. still going, 65. Um, oh, and, and still up. singing like, a, he's a monster singer too. Like his range is, is incredible. So, you know, um, so I've got huge respect for, for our two best in Australia, uh, um, in the past, you know, uh, uh, Jimmy and Johnny, but you know, uh, the other guys in the states were, were big singers. They pushed hard, and they really—they didn't just speak and sing. They actually pushed, and you can hear that pain and that and that pressure in their voice when they push from the chest, and they're not just going. Ah, they're going. Ah. You know what I mean? That's ah. stuff. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love that kind of singer. You know, so yeah, so yeah, so people that sing sing with passion. Forward, right? A bit raw, a bit raunchy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And heartache, and it's a great way of expressing your feeling and emotion inside the song. Is, is how is that type of singing? I think you know you can really pick up what someone's feeling with the lyric that they're singing at any given point, any time when someone has that ability to to sort of have that you know pressure and that 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 uh, energy in it. You know, absolutely. Well, Shannon, you are certainly one of Australia's great voices. It's been Incredible to have you on the show tonight. When you're in Melbourne, what are the chances we can get you to drop into the Kappa Cave and do a do a catch up with us face to face? Oh, that'd be lovely, guys. That'd be up for it for sure. It'd be Th great. That'd be fantastic. Anytime. To see Shannon on tour, go to shannonnoll.com forward slash shows. Yep. Shannon Knoll's album Raw debuted at number one on the Aria Australia Australia album charts Good and is you, available right now for purchase and streaming on all major platforms. You'll find Shannon on Facebook, Insta, and all social media sites, and as usual on T Wiz podcast social pages. You'll find him on T Wiz, one of the biggest shows in Australia at the moment. Shannon, number two in the world last week. You're lucky to have us. Yeah. So do yourself a favour and follow follow one of the great Australian voices and an even better bloke. Yes. The incredible Shannon Knoll. And we'll see you. We'll see you. We'll see you February Melbourne. Thanks for coming on the show, Shannon Knoll. We love you. Simon loves you. Great interview.
Thanks for your time, Shannon. Very good. We'll see you in February, man. Tony and Simon, come down. He's already gone. We can just read that in. I'll, I'll cut that in. I probably won't. I might just leave it like just that. Just read that in. But, uh, Wills, Wills, that's another great show on the bag. Do you have a good time tonight? Very good. I've had, I've had that much fun on a pop out to the toilet. You've been fucking I've had that much fun. up and about tonight. I've been, I've been in that fucking dentist chair four hours. So I'm just hanging that loose tonight. So that's uh, that's probably what it is. Did they give you the gas today, mate? They gave me gas. Don't cough into the microphone. Novocaine. 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 And I even put a rock up my ass. So I'm feeling fucking good. Thanks for asking. Well, uh, so coming up, hey, put your fucking headphones back on. We're not finished. All right. Give me a drink, Dave, for fuck's sake. Coming up next week, we have got Rusty Brown from Electric Mary, part two. Electric Mary. Electric Mary, part two. I've got to mention Pino's sons. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Record again? Fucking forget I'm about that. His company because he's going to be free plumbing. No, f- fucking. <laughs> Don't this get is, the call free flow. This is an immoral use of our yeah, show like resources. Yeah, really good. So uh, we've got Rusty Brown from Electric Mary he's coming up next. Again. He's back next. He loves the Warwick Kappa. Well, he's been here 16 times at Brick. He has. And we have got the incredible Carly Jewell coming in the studio with Rusty Brown next week. Big round of applause Carly. for Rusty and Carly. So we want to thank Aaron tonight. It was shit hot too. We've got to uh, give our love to Aaron Shembury. Aaron's had a ball. Aaron. Well done, Aaron Shembury. Aaron's bigger than Ben Hur. Aaron tonight. <laughs> he doesn't want to go home, I bet you. He's fucking drunk with a piss. He is. Yes. want to thank the lovely Nat Allison. Oh, yeah, there lovely. Yeah, there we go. Thank you for she tonight. She, yep, she was Good phenomenal. Sword. Okay, oh, we want to yeah. say thank you to Shannon Noel. No. Oh, there yeah. we go, yeah. Second best singer in Australia behind Warwick Cap. The second He's fantastic. best. We're going to uh, say uh, to Nikki D, um, hopefully you're not on a respirator tonight over there with COVID. Nikki D sacked because Simon's coming in every week now. But Simon Hosford has done a far better job than uh, you, Nikki. So a lot better guitar player, a lot more famous. Big round of applause for Simon hey. Hosford. Yeah. Keep that applause going for the wizard Warwick Kappa. And of course myself, Tony Marks. We will see on, you. I was best on ground tonight. Yeah, if I can rip up. Next week. Whoa, what a great show.